Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. I'm Adam Blattenberg from Diesel World. Hi, this is Dan, owner of Dan's Diesel Performance. I'm Christian Roth of BD Diesel. I'm Braden Fleece, and you're listening to the Diesel Podcast. What is going on, Diesel Nation? We're excited to have you guys with us today on the Diesel Podcast. We've got a couple big announcements. We wanted to welcome two new sponsors to the podcast. That's Whirly Custom Fabrication and also Industrial Injection. We're really excited to have them be a part of the podcast and be able to have some episodes and deliver exclusive content to you guys about their products, services, and what they're doing for the you know the diesel community and, and helping us upgrade our trucks and, and make them run more efficiently. So we wanted to let you guys know, stay tuned for, for some content content with them uh, discussing you know what what they're doing in diesel in 2021 and things we can look forward to with products and you know whether it's for you know racing or towing or daily driving or just maintenance keeping our trucks running on today's episode we're going to be chatting with James and James is a, a podcast listener and he had messaged us about you know his his truck build and I was chatting with him a little bit about you know why he why he gravitated towards a 6.7 Cummins and what his his goals are for it so it's gonna be really cool to chat with him learn you know why why that particular truck stuck out to him and then you know one of the things that that I, I know I can forget a lot of times is just how expensive truck parts can be. And it, it can be an expensive hobby, especially if, if we have, you know, big goals with it, with all the different parts that go into it and, you know, even labor and just sourcing things. And, and James had a really, he's got a really good plan, uh, a, a really unique way that he decided how he was going to get from point A to point B with his build and a creative way that he came up to do that. So I definitely wanted to have him on the podcast. I know a lot of you guys out there are, you know, looking to build a truck. You got uh, a power number, you know, in mind and you got to do it in stages or you really got to plan it out make sure you're getting the right parts. So it's going to be cool to chat with James and learn how he's doing it to make his dream truck build happen. All right, let's get to the podcast with James and chatting about his 6.7 liter Cummins. James, welcome to the Diesel Podcast, and I, I appreciate you listening to the podcast, one, and then two is, you know, telling us about your truck and your plans and everything, and I've been wanting to do a 6.7 Cummins episode um, from yeah, a listener, an enthusiast, and and you got one, so I appreciate your time today chatting with us, and you know, you're going to tell us some, some cool stories, tell us about your truck, man, so I'm, I'm excited. For sure, man. Really appreciate it. What um what year is your six seven? It's uh twenty eighteen. Okay, now is this your first diesel or, or have you had them for a while? Yeah, no, this is my first diesel ever. So I gotta ask you. So when you before you had one, what interested you about having a diesel truck? When uh, when I was super young, man, I remember my uh, uncle was a diesel mechanic, and uh, seeing him come around and his hands were always full of uh, grease and oil. And I thought that was so cool at a young age. <laughs> yeah. I knew I was going to be a diesel mechanic, man. That was it. That's cool. So you, you got hooked young. What's that? So you got hooked young on, on the diesel stuff. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Now when you were thinking of, all right, well, I want to get a truck. Did you look at Ford and GM or were you just, you were honed right in on, I want a six, seven Cummins. Well, off the start, you know, I didn't, uh, 
I didn't really know the pros and cons of each uh, platform, right? But uh, my buddy Randy, he uh, he went and got a 2018 6.7 Cummins G56 truck. He bought it right off the lot, and uh, we got her tuned up, and he let me try it, and that was it. As soon as I tried it, I was happy. <laughs> I think that's kind of how I got hooked too, as I was interested in him, and somebody I yeah. knew had a it was a five nine then i think i don't remember if it was an 05 or 06 and i just took a ride in it i'm like man i want this this is what i want and it's just it started right there and i i appreciate the other brands and they do some really cool things and they each kind of have you know benefits and drawbacks but it was just i don't know it was that sound it was just looking at this big six cylinder inline six motor and i'm like man this is this is so much fun in the aftermarket you know it's so huge for cummins trucks it's like you know, you can do pretty much, pretty much whatever you want, you know, depending on power and, and things like that. Now, when you got this truck, did you have, did you have an idea of like, Hey, I'm going to off-road this, or I want to make power with it, or I just want something that, you know, fits a particular use or, you know, is it, is it your daily driver? Um, I don't daily drive it. I have a, a separate vehicle that I daily drive. I'm trying, I'm going to have this for life. So, you know, and, uh, when I, uh, was going to get the truck. I knew I was going to make some power. Like my buddy, uh, my buddy Randy is about performance too. And, uh, you know, we're just in a war now. I'm not, uh, I'm not letting him beat me. I'll tell you that. <laughs> there's always that one, there's always that one friend where they like, you get something and you're excited and you're like, Hey man, check this out. Man, this is totally cool. And then a week later they have that plus one other thing. And you're like, I can't let him win. And it ends up yeah. turning into this build off, you know, power war kind of thing, which I've been there and, and uh, <laughs> I have one of those friends too. Um, yeah. Now where, you know, as far as being in Canada, like the, the things that you can do to that truck are totally different than we can do here in the States. So yeah, like when you're looking for for power, like what kind of what kind of power range are you thinking about? Where 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 do you think you want to be when it's all said and done for, I would say like a thousand horse, eight hundred, thirteen hundred. Man, honestly, I have no idea. I don't. Uh, whenever I go to build something, I don't set any limitations. I'm just gonna build and build until I'm happy. And once I'm happy, man, I'll just maintain that. Yeah, that's a that's a good. That's a really good perspective because I found, you know, I've, as I've gotten older and I've like, when I was younger, it's like, I didn't know anything. So I would just like buy parts and this and that. And I'm like, oh, wow, I, I need a transmission now. Cause I just smoked it. I didn't think about that, but yeah. you get so used to the power though, you know, like, oh, yeah. you know, like 550 yeah. sounds great. And then you have 550 and then you get bored with it. And you're like, well, I want 650. And so it can quickly turn into four digit power numbers, you know, pretty easy. But what, what's so cool with the six, seven is how much is out there and you know what, yeah. just, it's not like before where, you know, it's like, well, if you want to make power, you got to get a five, nine, so many options for turbos and ejectors, ejection pumps, engines, powertrain yeah, setups. Sure. It's, it's wide open. So do you have, you know, as far as like a build list, do you have something put together where, you know, say your next step is going to be a turbo or fueling or, or um, just do it as you can. Well, uh, it's uh, it's my birthday next month, okay. and I think a pretty good <laughs> I think a pretty good birthday gift would be a second gen swap. There so, you go. What yeah. kind of what size charger are you thinking about? Uh, four sixty seven. That's a good one. 
That's that's a yeah. really good one, especially if, you know for driving it. Um, just getting on top of it, it's so easy. That's one of the things I love so much about six sevens is the size charger you can run and still get on top of it and not have the lag, say that the five nines did, or um, you know just some of the. It's just so easy to spool big chargers. Yeah, man, for sure. No, it was uh, it, it was it was cool. You had messaged us on Instagram. And I always love getting Instagram messages because there's so many cool things people are working on. But you were you were talking to us about how you wanted to build this and, and an episode we had done, and you know how it how it related to you and, and what you were what you were doing with business, what what you had started. And I wanted to ask you about that part of it. You know, for our listeners, is how did you know say starting a business, starting something? What made you do that? Why did you do it? And kind of how's that process going? It's, uh, it's going pretty good. Uh, I've only opened up my uh, detailing business for about uh, three to four weeks, and I already got 130 names of people. That's awesome. So, that yeah. is awesome. And, uh, you know, these parts aren't cheap at all. No. So, you know, every day I'm doing, I'm always doing something to get towards the goal that I want, you know. Now, when to get 130 people that quick, like, did it just spread like wildfire? Was it just word of mouth and people are like, hey, man, I got to call yep. James up and get going? <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. I uh, I work in a um, open pit mine and I work with roughly probably 60, 70 people. So once a few people caught on, it wasn't long uh, filling up my slots. It's really interesting that you mentioned detailing because one of the most therapeutic things I've ever found in my life is to detail a truck. Like, I love it. It's just, yeah, I don't know what it is, but it's like a pastime that I have. It's just like a ritual. I put on some music, open the garage door, (laughs) you know, grab a beer. And it's just like, man, I, I just get lost in it. So like, you know, when you're thinking about what to offer people, did you just, did you know right away, hey, this is what guys are going to want? Or did they tell you like, um, yeah, I, you know, I want it washed, waxed, this, but I want undercarriage or I want, you know, engine bay detailing? Or how did you come up with with a, a list of services to offer people? Well, uh, I do interior only. You know, okay. it's, not, uh, it's not really any good to do uh, outside work here. We're nine months of the year is uh, winter. And then the other, uh, other four months is uh, almost winter. So <laughs> it, uh... that's, uh, I mean, well, that, that's probably, I wish I lived closer. Cause I, I love to detail, but the inside, I, I just despise it. I don't know why I'm not good at it. I get, you know, it's like, I get frustrated and then I just kind of wing it and stuff. But you know, I know from like being here in Colorado, especially during the winter, it doesn't matter what you do. You're going to have mud and sleet and just stuff, you know, all inside. And you got a newer truck, like, you know, you don't want to destroy the carpet or, you know, the leather, just different things like that. So I could see that being, you know, a, a really big service or a huge need people would have. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, you know, there's uh, I, I like to keep my rigs clean, you know. Yeah. It's always nice someone hops in and is like, oh, yeah, you're riding in style. Like, <laughs> now what's what's the diesel community or the, the diesel scene around you like? Is there is there a lot of diesel trucks? Are there a lot of enthusiasts? Um, no, there's uh, the only uh, diesel trucks really around is me and my buddies. It's a, it's a small town. 
So, you know, it's just us. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That's cool. So then, so then you guys get get the attention when you got these nice trucks making power, doing the kind of the you know the build off and everything, and people are like, "Man, what's that sounder? Why is that truck so quick?" Or yeah. whatever they they know who it is. <laughs> and each uh, each way that I can travel, and on the highway, you know, it's not uh, it's not enforced with police too much. We uh, we get floating along pretty good. Nice. Nice. Yeah, there's uh it's it's really cool. One of the, the things I've I've really learned to appreciate with doing this podcast is how many diesel enthusiasts there are all over the world. And yeah, I I have you know a good number of Canadian friends and they always tell me, Well, you know, like you Americans think nothing exists outside your borders and it hit me hard one day. I'm like, you know, it, it kind of is, but but there's so many I've done episodes with, you know, shops and racers in Alberta and BC and um the people in Ontario and, and it's been so cool to see the, the diesel community there, but then also outside of North America. Um, there's an episode I did once with a guy in England who he's, he does uh, Mercedes diesel stuff and conversions and, and things like that in Australia. And there's just all over. I'm like, it just amazes me how big the community is and, and how expansive it is. And, and um, it's, it's always really cool to, to, to learn about how it, how it can be different. You know, we're all kind of brought together because we love diesel. We love, you know, we love the trucks. We love what we can do to them. But then, uh, you know, just to expand our horizons a little bit. So I'm always really curious, like, you know, what's a diesel scene like someplace? What, uh, um, you know, what are options there? So it's always, uh, it's always really cool to do episodes like this and just, you know, learn what makes you passionate about a truck while you're into it, you know, what your goals are for it. Yeah, for sure, man. With, um, now, as far as the powertrain, did you get a, is your truck a G56 or is it an auto? No, G56 for life, buddy. All, all the way. <laughs> did you do the, the clutch yeah. upgrade already? Yeah. Now with the, with the tranny, have you thought about, hey, if I start cranking like a thousand horsepower, 1200 horsepower through this thing, what am I going to do with this manual transmission? Oh yeah. I'm going to have, I'm going to have to do something with it. I'm not really too sure yet. I'm not that far yet. I'll uh, I'll worry about that when the time comes. But I'll I, be, uh, I got the Velar uh, dual disc ceramic in it. And okay, cool. I'm, that is that is uh, I recommend that very much. I like it a lot. Yeah. Yeah, we did an episode with Dan Valance not long ago. He's always really great to chat with, and um, you know what goes into his clutches and stuff. And I can't remember right now. I'll, ha- I'll, I'll send it to you after the podcast, but there is a company making some upgraded parts for G56s. I just can't remember their name right now, but I'll make sure and send that okay. to you. So if and when the time comes and you need some upgraded gears and different things in there, um, it's a great resource because that was always one of the things, uh, you know, that I think for manuals, especially the G56 is, you know, when it came to internal parts, there there wasn't a lot. And, and um, yeah. it came up on Dan's, Dan's uh, podcast and, uh, I was like, wow, I didn't realize there were all these parts. So I'm sure you're going to need some with, with the build that you have planned. 
Yeah, for sure. Now on uh, on fueling, do you have that all set up, or or you got a you got a plan for the injectors and what kind of CP3 you're gonna run? And yeah, I'm gonna go with a uh, 12 mil Stroker CP3. Um, I'm not sure what size injectors I'm gonna go with. Uh, I gotta talk to Cody first. I went to Cody Cloyd when uh, I was gonna get my truck all geared up. So uh, I'm gonna see what he recommends and go from there. Nice, nice. Now for for the uh, for the outside or this like the suspension and stuff. Are you is the truck stock? Is it lifted or or you know on that side? What what are you thinking on uh, like suspension and and uh, the setup with that? I got a uh, Carly two and a half. Uh, leveling system with the Fox 2.0 uh, shocks. Oh, cool. The Carly yeah. kits are really nice. Yeah. And I went ahead and I went with the torsion sway bar. Nice. And your, uh, it, your build has me excited, man. It's cool. It's, uh, it's just how, uh, Thanks, man. <laughs> I wish we could still get these, you know, do these cool parts and stuff here in the States, but it's like, you know, with tuning and all that sort of stuff, it's just kind of changed things, you know, down here. Yeah. But, you know, being there, you, you guys are, you guys can live the, live the six, seven Cummins dream and kind of do what you want with them. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, I don't get, uh, I don't get too bothered around here. Yeah, no, that's, that's cool. Um, now with, uh, like events or, or, or a dyno or, things like that. Is that something that you want to do in the future? Once your build's done is, you know, maybe put it on the roller, see what kind of power it makes, or are there some, some events over on the East coast where you could take it and, you know, run it down the track or, you know, kind of do stuff like that. No, I'm not really too interested on uh, taking it to the track or not. You know, it's a G56. Sure. I can shift fast, but I'm not going to be as fast as the auto guys. And, you know, I'll, uh, I'll definitely put it on the dyno, see what kind of power I'm putting down. But I just want to have a truck that when I go on vacation, yeah. you know, I see you on the highway, you better have something with some <laughs> get up and go to keep up. So. <laughs> yeah, I just thought of another question. This is another part of diesel that fascinates me. And I've only really noticed it when I've traveled is there seems to be pockets where like, you know, there's parts of California I've been to where it's like Ford country. All I see are power strokes. And I go someplace you know, on the East Coast, all not all, but mostly see Duramaxes. Another place is mostly Cummins. Is that, say, you know, in your travels or your area, is it a big Cummins area, or is it a little bit of everything? It's uh, we only have two dealerships here, only Chev and Ford, and it's mostly Ford. Okay, so do you have to look pretty far to far and wide to get your Cummins? <laughs> Yeah, uh, when my buddy bought his in 2018, uh, you know, I said I was going to have one. Couldn't afford it at the time. So, uh, you know, I got a better job and I started looking. It took me about two years to find this because I was very particular in what I wanted. And, you know, it, it definitely paid off. Now, with uh, with what you were looking for, what was that? Was it a particular color or a trim level or, you know, a... Um interior color what was it that you were looking for it uh, it had to have leather on not having uh something with cloth and it had to be a g56 and it had to have low mileage yeah that was, that was it you know 
I can't believe that they stopped making them with G56s because it's I, I I've driven I haven't actually driven a G56 I've driven an NV5600. Oh yeah. And uh, it was cool, but I was like I just didn't like rowing gears. You know, it's like I yeah. I just didn't. my brother's the opposite. He loved rowing gears, and there's so many people who are really passionate about manuals though. Like they are passionate yeah. about them. And with Ford and GM not offering it, I'm like, man, that was just a, it, it was a cool thing, you know? So I, I don't know if they'll ever bring them back, but it was, yeah. uh, it, I, I could definitely see the benefits of it, the benefits of having one and, and having the control. And, you know, I know 68 RFEs have come a long way, but it's like, it's just, it could be an added expense, you know, like probably what it's going to take to upgrade yeah. your G56 if you have to, isn't going to be anywhere near what you know, a, a, a 60 RFE built for a lot of power is going to cost. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. You don't have to worry. Oh, about having those. a, um, having a, a G56 truck is almost like your own little big rig. Yeah. 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 Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I, I love six sevens. I, I, and you know, the thing, like when I got into them, the third gens were, were out and, it was always like with Ram or Dodge then is you had to trade like interior creature comforts for the engine. And you know, like the GMs were nicer inside and you know, even the Fords and especially the six fours, they did a leap forward. And then it's, it, Ram just leaped ahead so far. Like just looking at the interior in your truck now and think about other ones I've been in, like I, I think they have the nicest interior. So it's not that trade off anymore. We're like, well, I'm buying this truck for the engine. No, you're getting like a really nice interior. You're getting really nice stuff inside now where like my third gen rattled. Like I had it like I bought it brand new and I think within a year it's getting rattles on the door panels and everything. And, you know, it's the build quality insane. Yeah. Well, the way I see it is um, when Dodge was uh, designing the truck, the budget they had to build that truck, they put all most of their resources in making sure that engine was top notch, right? Yeah. 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 I think they realize too, that, you know, we spend so much time in our trucks and we want these things. So like, I mean, now, um, someone I know has a, it's a 2020, uh, Laramie and I'm sitting in that thing. I'm like, man, this is, this is comfortable. There's a a touchscreen. There's all these things and you you don't even hear the engine, you know, I mean, it's a stock, so you you don't hear anything. And, uh, I was thinking back to my 08 third gen and, uh, it's totally different. So, um, yeah, I always, I always love doing six, seven episodes. I think it's got my first one. So I'm kind of partial to it and, uh, I just love what they can do and just the setup of the trucks, how they look and everything. And I remember when you messaged us and we were chatting a little bit, um, you, you know, you're telling me, Hey, this is, you know, I, I took it upon myself. I grabbed the bull by the horns and I started this, this business because I want to use this to be able to, you know, help with your hobby. And yeah. it inspired me because that's, that's what it's all about. These parts aren't cheap, you know, and sometimes I forget about it. Sometimes I forget, you know, when I'm talking about it, an engine or a transmission or something, how much money it is. And it's, uh, it's really cool to see how you've, you've seized that opportunity and you've taken it upon yourself to just get it done. Yeah. Well, uh, I started this uh, detailing last year, but, uh, like the same thing, word of mouth, no, uh, no, page or nothing to go follow 
And the money I made just from that last year has bought me all my performance parts so far. Man, that's cool. So, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's really cool. You know, uh, my mother is an extremely hard worker. She, uh, you know, sometimes she's working three jobs to have what she wants. So my worth, my worth work ethic is, um, you know, compared to none. Yeah. That's, uh, that's a really good lesson, especially for, uh, you know, people are just getting into diesels and, uh, you maybe yeah. they just got one and they're like, man, I like them. I love them, but these parts are so expensive. They just have to go work for it. And I think that translates to a lot of the things we talk about in diesel, whether it's business or whether it's, you know, an enthusiast building their truck or whatever it might be is nobody's going to give it to you. No, they're not going to hand it to no. you. You got to go create that opportunity. And, um, I'm not sure if you cut our last episode with Lenny Reed from Dynamite Diesel. We were chatting about that a little bit with, you know, how he finds employees, what he looks for. And, uh, yeah. you know, it's, it's really cool. It's one of those, one of those themes that, that it touches the racers. Like I know UCC is coming up here pretty soon. You know, all those teams and things, they do that. Nobody hands them a, you know, 2,800 horsepower truck and says, go have fun. They got to figure it out and yeah, that's um, right. all that kind of stuff. So. Yeah, man, I, I definitely appreciate you listening to us, you know, over the years and, and, uh, you know, telling us about your truck and your journey and I definitely, definitely keep in touch with us. I won't forget to send you the name of that company that does G56 stuff. Um, for sure. that way you got it for your, for your notes as, uh, you and, uh, you and your friend are, are there having the build off and one up in each other on power. I know it's going to come up. So I appreciate you yeah. chatting with us today, James, and, and telling us about your truck and, you know, anytime you know, you got questions or something, or you just want to share some six, seven stuff, you know, that that truck has a sweet spot in my heart. So I definitely want to hear about it. For sure, man. You'll be hearing from me. Don't forget diesel fans and make sure and stay tuned for the podcast. We got some exclusive content coming up with industrial injection, really custom fabrication, and a whole bunch of really cool episodes coming up. Whether you got a, a power stroke, Duramax or Cummins, we're going to be covering it all until next time. Keep the shiny side up.